Dona Powell came, comes out hot, scores 16 in the first half. She, uh, you know, been playing well, but had not maybe been shooting up to her usual standard the last four games. With a player like that, do you even talk to her when she's in the middle of a little bit of a slump? Yeah, you got to get going, Powell. I mean, simply, but she knows. She's she's very aware of what she means to our basketball team, and she's aware of, you know, her play. Um, but we we still, even though through the the shooting woes, we wanted her to continue to shoot. You got to you have to stay in rhythm. The um, when you take good shots, they'll find their way into the basket. Coach, I asked about Raven's speed on Friday, and then she came in here and said you told her to slow down a little bit tonight. <laughs> what did you see out of her today? Um, I, I just thought she was playing really fast, and so fast that she wasn't seeing other options. She only created one option for herself. Um, so she can still make the same decision, still take the same shot, if she's aware of what's around her. Like, I didn't think she was aware you know, of our shooters on the wing. She wasn't aware of Ashlyn streaking down behind her. So it's, it's those types of things that she needed to just slow down and give herself um, options just in case it, it doesn't, you know, the ball isn't going in. Uh, Pat was in here a second ago saying Breezy had the hardest job in the building today guarding Paige. What was your overall assessment of that and the defense in general today? Um, I, I, thought she, I thought Breezy was locked in. I mean, Breezy wanted to do a job um, on Paige, meaning just, we just wanted her to not shoot 54%. That's a win. That's a win because Paige doesn't take bad shots. She only takes shots that are makeable um, and – you know, I, I thought we did a good job in the first half, and I think she got going. She got it going on in the second half, but I mean, she didn't shoot fifty percent, um, so that helps. And I, I thought, I thought Breezy did a good job. I thought we did a job switching when we needed to switch, and Ashlyn had her. Um, we just wanted to make it hard for her, and I know she felt our presence on on the defensive side of the ball. You guys went into halftime with momentum and a big lead. Powell said that you told them that the third quarter was going to make be the difference if you could put away a really good team like UConn. How do you view your team's third quarter performance tonight? Um, got up. It wasn't. It, we, we didn't get off to a great third quarter start. But I think over the course of the quarter, I thought we we widened the lead, um, and I thought we we did what we needed to do defensively to get a big lead, and then. Look what happened. I mean, they, they ate into that lead in the fourth quarter, but it, it gave us enough cushion to have them have a run, and, and we didn't feel it as much. If it's the same score, then it's a different basketball game. If we didn't do what we needed to do in, you know, at the, in the third quarter. Dawn, what did it say about this team? Maybe you knew coming in, but this week, two games, no Camilla, and you guys perform like you did, including a big win over you know, a nationally ranked team like UConn. That's got to say something about this year and about this program going forward. I mean, it, it, it says that, um, you know, our players are committed to the, to the process. Um, and fortunately and unfortunately, because you lose Camilla to um, the Brazilian national team, um, but you're fortunate enough to have players um, who don't get a whole lot of minutes step up in a big way. That means, you know, that means – we're doing something um, right. It means our players' mindsets are right. It means our parents' mindsets are right of our players. 
um, because sometimes you would think that your, you know, your daughter, my daughter should be playing a, a lot more than what she's planning. She, she's, they're right. They're right. They're not wrong. Um, but when you come to South Carolina and you commit to our program, you're going to have other people who are as good as you are, better or sometimes worse, but play better in certain circumstances. And that's kind of what we have here. So everybody should feel real good about where we are as a program. Um, other, uh, you know, other than wanting some more minutes. But they, they made me know that they're deserving of more minutes. Speaking of where you are as a program, you know the history of UConn. You got quite the win streak going against them now. What can you say about the process it's taken to build this program up to where now you are that force in women's basketball? I mean, it's hard. You know, you, you, you have to thank UConn because for the first part of our home and home, they got nothing out of it besides, a, you know, another blowout. And then they continue um, the home and home and – and it allows it allowed us to grow as a program to to measure and to stack ourselves up against um, who they are, and it doesn't happen without that commitment. That you know we're gonna keep playing you mentality, and I, I you know I, I thank Gino for um, continuing to play us because he you know he, you you don't <laughs> he's helped us grow. His program has helped our program grow. And, and that's what you want. And I hope, I hope we're helping other programs grow in the same, in the same manner. Um, Coach, 23 straight wins. Um, is this team performing at the level that you want them to perform at? And uh, if so, why? And if not, what area do you want to see them improve in? Um, I mean, we're winning, so <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, th this team, they are... Um, I mean, it's really hard to explain because, you know, we, we can say we have good practices, but we see all the deficiencies as a, as a staff. And we, we walk away sometimes wondering, like, when this, when this team won't perform at a high level. And every time that we play a game, it's just like, damn, like. <laughs> but, I, you know, and I'm trying to explain it. I'm trying to understand it and what I'm finding out is they're competitors they really don't like to lose and that ain't a bad thing I mean you could but they they're young so they do young stuff in preparation they're loose they're I mean we were used to just you know you know the freshies and the crew like I mean the freshies play with a lot of pressure this team doesn't play with a lot of pressure and they they just play a lot free and I'm used to pressure, like, because it's pressure. You're 23 and 0. There's pressure that comes with that. And they, I guess we're just, we're taking on all the pressure as coaches and allowing them to play their game, which is a, a cool dynamic. I'd rather have that than the other way around. Now that you've seen Paige play live, um, or do you see a difference in her now after she's recovered from her two knee, two knee injuries? Paige was good when she was injured, like, seriously. You know, I mean, she was good in the national championship game. I know she probably wasn't, a, you know, as healthy as she is today. Um, I mean, I love Paige's game. Like, I mean, 
I, I mean, for me, I would like for her to take more shots. If I'm Gina, I want her to take more shots because she doesn't take bad shots. She's got great court vision. She's got great court awareness. Um, Paige is going to be an Olympian at some point soon. Coach Ashland had 15 and Chloe had 14 and of course a bunch of rebounds and I think four block shots between the two of them too. And here in these last two games, they've shared a starting lineup together. What have you seen in the lineup that includes both of them on the floor at the same time? Um, I mean, it, it is a next woman up mentality. Um, they, they know exactly what they need to do. And I think for Chloe, it is, Chloe's just playing her game. I think for Ashland, Ashlyn is, <laughs> Ashlyn is impressive, like super impressive. Um, and I think with her having more responsibility, she's thriving in it on both sides of the floor. Like she talks, like I can hear her talk and quarterback our defense. She's pushing Breezy out because Breezy's stuck on the screen. Like, you know, it's beautiful. It's, it really is. Like I'm, I'm super proud of her, because um, she she wasn't a starter, and I know she wanted to start, and it didn't it didn't it bothered her to a to the to a point of actually showing me what I what we're missing out on with her not starting. And I don't want to start like any you know any friction, but we have to have Ashlyn on the floor. We have to have her on the floor. It, when Camilla comes back, whether she she stays in the starting lineup or she comes off the bench, we have to have her on the floor. She's proven that. Like she's grown from from Camilla's absence. Um, I know your Eagles aren't in the Super Bowl tonight, <laughs> but who do you have that went in the Super Bowl? I mean, the Chiefs are going to win, but I want the 49ers to win. <laughs> uh, Coach Lamont Paris told me that you really helped him as he's tried to build up his program the same way that you have. What's been the best advice you've tried to offer him? I mean, for, for me, it's just, um, just encouragement. Like, from last year, um, um, to nobody being at the games and then the marketing team fudging those numbers to now, I mean, these are real numbers because they're winning. Like, they're winning. Like, I, I think Lamont's a great coach, X and the no coach. I think he's a great culture coach. Um, he's got the right guys representing him. Um, and, I mean, the sky is the limit for this program. Like, like, he just needed a chance, and I don't think he was—I don't think he was a popular choice for our fans um, because um, because of where he 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 came from. But you got to look at the success and where he's been, and where he's going to take our program. And you, you got to give it up for what what he's able to do um, with with his guys. And I just want to help him. I want to help him recruit. I want to help him be successful. Um, because um, he's a black coach in a, in a, at a school that doesn't have very many black coaches, and we, we, need the, we need to be successful in these settings so other coaches can get an opportunity um, like, like, like we have. Maybe back to basketball, but 
I want to take you back to Ashlyn because I've been dying to tell this story this year because I have so much video of her from last year being the <laughs> ultimate teammate. Just her and Sanaya just on that bench just cheering their tails off for their teammates. And you've talked time and time again, you brought it up again today, these players who sit on the bench, who pay their time, who pay their dues, and she just seems like just that ultimate beacon of the story that you keep trying to tell people is what South Carolina basketball is about. I mean, it's just that. Like, I mean, I, I think they understand what's in front of them, and sometimes you you – Sometimes you don't understand. Like, you don't understand why you aren't playing. Um, and then sometimes you understand why you're not playing. And I think Ash, Ashlyn and both Fagan, they understood why they weren't playing. Like, you got the fifth-year senior or fifth-year fifth year player. You got Aaliyah, you know, the national player of the year, defensive national player of the year. I think they can understand that. Um, this year, um, they they prepped a little bit better to put themselves in this position, and they're they're thriving in it. Like they they make us an incredible basketball team. Their contributions, their impact, their voices, their their patience, and everybody's not as patient as those two have been for us. And because of that, I, I still think they're going to get what they're supposed to get, which is. You know, which is they'll play in the WNBA. That's ultimately what they want. And, and they'll probably have to spend um, a season or two being patient in, in the league. And they'll be okay with it because they know they've been in that situation before. Because there's probably virtually not a whole lot of first, not a whole lot of rookies are, are going into a franchise and starting. So they all going to have to play that role at some point. So if you f are familiar with it on the collegiate level, you can you can be a little bit more understanding once you make it to the next level. Coach, you're often candid sometimes when we ask you questions. Oh, I didn't see that coming because the way we practiced the week. <laughs> Yet this team is six and zero versus ranked teams this uh, season. How impressed are you? Is the coaching staff? Because you said the players they they don't feel the pressure. Um, I mean. I, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with the games, the practices. Ugh. Seriously, like it's, you know, it's. I mean, we did have two good practices um, to prepare for UConn. I mean, they weren't great. They weren't great. And then as as coaches, we're like, okay, well, we we practiced for about an hour on Friday, and then yesterday. We practiced for about an hour because that's all they had. Would I have liked to prep a little bit more and better? Yes. But they, there comes a point where you know, especially, especially defensively, they know what they're doing. And then offensively, they, they really don't know what they're doing, but we got enough in where we could coach them in the game enough to where it's a little bit familiar to them. So... I'm impressed. I, re I really am impressed, and I, you know, I just hope they continue to to see the value in our our entire team, like our entire team, player players one through through twelve. 